0: in the Bible, and, um, and just see what, see what God wants to say to us, and pray for each other, um, and just hear what the Spirit's doing and saying, and it's, it's a verse that I felt God really put on my heart for this morning, uh, that uh, I don't want it just to be a talk, I want it to be an experience, I want it to be an encounter, I want it to be a moment where God comes and works amongst us, and, and uh, it's... it's Paul writing to Timothy, and um, in um, uh, Paul, did, you know, the apostle Paul was this great man of God, uh, converted terrorist, who became uh, a he was he was zealous for what he thought was serving God, but he was actually persecuting Christianity, wiping out people that declare the name of Jesus, and then he, on the way to Damascus. Um, while he was scheming to do more terrorist activity, he um, saw a light in the sky, and there was a voice from heaven, Saul. Because his name was Saul then, why are you persecuting me? And uh, and he said, Who are you, Lord? And he says, It's Jesus. And uh, so suddenly, his whole paradigm, his whole world, was totally transformed in an instant. And, um, and he changed, he was converted, and, and uh, he then preached the gospel all around the world and um, planted churches, uh, wrote letters. Uh, much of our New Testament was written by Paul. Uh, he is a hero, but he didn 't really do very much without a team. He always had a team with him, and uh, various different people, there was even arguments once between him and Barnabas over one of the team members. Um, but uh, team was really important to him and, and And the people that he had on his team were like dear, beloved children of his. Do you know what I mean? So, and Timothy was probably one of the most beloved of Paul. And uh, so, in in his first letter, he says, "My true son." Uh, Now, he's his—he's his son. He's his true son from the gospel. He wasn't actually his dad. He preached the gospel, Paul preached the gospel, Timothy got saved, and then Paul fathered him and, and cared for him and nurtured him. And uh, in the, in the uh, second letter to Timothy, he says, my dear son, very affectionate language. And uh, so he's very close uh, with Timothy, and, and I just want to take one verse from uh, the second book, Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 6, it says this, you don't need to turn to it because it's so quick for this reason I remind you to fan the gift of God um, which is in you through the laying on of hands for the spirit of God it goes on that's just that's verse 2 so he's saying I want you I want you to fan into flames the gift of God that was given to you through the laying on of hands and uh, I've been uh, looking at it studying it the context of the of the verse if you read on in the, in the chapter, the context of the verse is really, he's talking about the gospel. He's talking about the advance of the gospel. And uh, he, so I don't want you to be ashamed of my circumstance. He's in prison for the gospel. Uh, I want you to uh, speak up, declare the good news. Um, and uh, there's some. if we read on, uh, verse 8 says this, uh, So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me as a prisoner rather join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God and verse 11 it says and of this gospel I was appointed a herald an apostle and a teacher so he's really in the context of the gospel in the context of the good news the preaching of the good news advancing the kingdom uh, through the gospel of Jesus Christ he's saying fan the gift of God He's saying, fan into flames the gift of God that was given to you through the laying on of hands. And uh, I, I think when Timothy was reading this, I think he reflected, he paused, I think he read that, you know, fan to flames the gift of God that was given to you through the laying on of my hands, Paul says. I think Timothy then thought, oh yeah, I remember. I remember that moment. I remember that moment when Paul and others laid hands on me, and the Spirit of God came on me. And, uh, you know, some, some commentaries uh, would say this, this is all about um, when he was, the gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is when the Spirit came uh, to Timothy. Some people would, some commentaries would say that. Others would say it was his ordination. It was the time when they laid hands on him and set him apart and 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 if you like, laid hands on him for the gifts that God's given him to preach, to teach, and to declare the good news. Um, I, you know, I, I personally, I'm going to look at sort of both. Uh, because I think if, it's, if it is the Spirit coming, the Spirit can't come without gifts uh, emerging and gifts rising up. And the expression of the, of the Spirit being on us is that we have gifts and we have things to give. And there is an outflow of the Spirit through us. Uh, equally, uh, we can't really think about gifts, gifts of God, in order to advance the kingdom of God without thinking of the Spirit anointing them. Um, we need the Spirit on these gifts in order to see God move, in order to see the kingdom come. And uh, so he's, he's, um, so Timothy's reflecting and thinking. I don't, I don't know whether there was a moment. I don't know whether, whether when they laid hands on him there was an emotional response i don't know what i i'm picturing because of my own context and my own experience i'm picturing an encounter with god and he's remembering oh yeah that day and i don't know whether you um, if you would look back and if there's somebody wrote a letter to you and could write something remember that day when god lit a fire remember that day when uh, they prayed for you and that happened? Remember that day when you were on your own and you were praying and suddenly the Spirit came? I don't know. Uh, But, you know, give me a... a, Chuck your hand in the air if you can think of a moment that you might bring to mind and think, yeah, that was a time when God did something. When I had an encounter with God, when there was a moment. Yeah. So, So, I don't know. So, you know, word it however you like. Uh, think of a, a letter coming from somebody to you saying, remember that day. Now fan it into flames. Um, I love lighting fires. Uh, don't misunderstand that. I light them in appropriate places. Um, and uh, nobody gets injured uh, in the main when I light these fires. Um, but I like having a fire in the back garden. I like drinking a glass, glass of wine and lighting a fire. Um, and uh, it's a nice thing to do. Um, but you know what? Uh, when you then have to have to go and do something and you leave the fire in the in the the hands of other people and you come back and the fire has gone out wow it's just a bit irritating Wow, um, you know you had one job to do stoke the flipping fire uh, and uh, I'm not gonna mention any names because she's not here and she's doing, she's doing the kids work um, but um, it's, in, you know, and I, I want us to think about, to think about a moment, I want us to think about God being like that. I want us to think about God lit a fire in our hearts and he's, he's leaving it, he's not leaving it to us in, a, in an abandonment way, but there's something of our encouragement this morning is fan into flames the gift, fan into flames the fire that God has put in your heart Um. And uh, I want us to, to consider that for a few minutes and think about how we do that. Um, you know, so, so um, just first of all, ask the questions. Just pause for a minute on a scale of one to ten. Ten being flaming, one being going out. How's the internal fire doing in your heart? Because with that, there's something about that fire that that brings passion, that brings zeal, that brings f- fervency. Um, you know, they, and and there's so much in the Bible about fire. There was, you know, when Jesus was baptized, uh, you know, John the Baptist declared that someone was coming after him. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit and with fire. Uh, and, uh, and, and this whole thing of being filled with the Holy Spirit, when um, Jesus spoke to the disciples and said, you know, wait, wait in Jerusalem, and, and, the, and he will come. And when the Spirit comes on you, you'll receive power to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. There's something of a, of a power. There's something of, of, you know, a fire isn't a passive thing, is it? It's an active thing. I want you to ask yourself, just in, in this moment, number one, has God lit a fire in my heart? And they're different fires for different things, and we'll look at that, this in a minute. But has he, and how's it doing? Is the fire blazing more than when it first came, or less? How's it doing? Think back to a time where you would say, I was on fire for Jesus. Anybody thought that ever? Are you still on fire for Jesus? It's a good question to ask, isn't it? It's a good thing to consider. And I want us to, to, I'm just going to take a bit of time for a minute to think well, what actually does it mean and what does it look like to fan into flames the gift of God within us? Is that all right? Are you up for that? Um, so how do we do it? How do we fan the gift? So I'm going I'm I'm to think more about gifts, particular gifts, than I am about the gift of the Holy Spirit. But I think, I, think I want you to know that the backdrop of what I'm saying is that we're talking about an activity of the Holy Spirit and we're talking about the direction of travel, the purpose, the, the thing that the fire is for is to see the kingdom of heaven advance and see the gospel bear fruit. Okay? That's, that's the kind of emphasis. That's the point of the fire okay so that's so we can talk about gifts um, you know and, and if we talk about gifts and we just talk about being better at my gift we've lost the point the point is that the gift is there to, to advance the gospel uh, and to see the kingdom of heaven come here on earth as it is in heaven is that all right um, so um, I've got a couple of things to say a few things to say you know, so how do we fan? How do we fan the flames? Is it, do, we, do we do that? Uh, it's a rhetorical question, Julie. Um, uh, um, it's one of those things. It's a preacher's question that I'm now going to answer. Um, you know, and you might say something different from me, so it'll bring confusion. Um, the, the first thing is I, I want us to consider, remember, and reflect, cogitate, think about what is your gift? What gifts has God given you? And uh, right now there's some in the room that are thinking, yes, my gift. Uh, I'm uh, such and such. Uh, others of us are thinking, uh uh-uh, uh I ain't got nothing. Uh, well, it's, it's not true. You do have something. Each one of us has gifts that God has given us. And as, and as we Uh, As we surrender to him, as we are baptized into Christ, we become born again. And uh, he ignites those gifts for his purpose and his glory. So, who's got the gift of the gab? Come on, hands in the air, nice and high. Gift of the gab. Who likes just, you, you know, you can chat to anybody. Right? Um so that's that's your gift yet there may be other gifts but none of us have or most of us don't have just one gift we have a, a, a whole load of gifts but we have different gifts uh, so we've got some gifts of the gabs amongst us we're gonna pray for them in a minute uh, well pray for the rest of us anyway uh, who, who's got the gift of hospitality nice and bold now come on nice and high who's got the gift of hospitality I don't, want any, I don't want any of this, Leanne. I don't want any of this. I want hands nice and high. All right. Okay. Um, who's got the gift of sound engineer? One, two. Uh, um, they, they, uh, do you know what? These are, these are essential and important gifts for us to see the kingdom of heaven advance in this city. Do you know what I mean? And so... Be proud, enjoy. Like, you know, the, the first thing to fan into the flames is to actually focus on what is my gift then? What am I good at? What can I use for the kingdom of heaven? What can I use to see the gospel advance? So sound engineer, it's a, it's a crucial thing. We all know when it goes wrong, don't we, Simon? Um, who, who would say your, your, your gift is mercy and compassion? One, two, three, four, five, six, yep. Nice and high. Uh, it's so important. So important. We're going we're gonna to give a bit more detail on these things in a minute. Who would say practical skills? You're good at stuff. You're good at making stuff. You're good at fixing things. Okay? This is essential for the kingdom of heaven. Um, what about um, Bible teaching? Who likes to open up the Bible? teach others. That could be, it could be like what I'm doing now, although we've only got one little bit of verse. Uh, do you know what I mean? But who's good at that? Jay Dirk. All right. Okay. Um, prophetic. Who's got sense of prophetic? Come on. Let's not be shy. I'm, I'm encouraging us. To be honest with you, I'm going to need to put your hand up because putting your hand up is you owning it. We've had words this morning about laying hold of. Zach gave us a word about God's made us righteous, but we need to lay hold of it. God's made you prophetic. You need to lay hold of it. God's made you a sound engineer. You need to lay hold of it. God's made you somebody with a gift of hospitality. You need to lay hold of it. Um, And um, so what have we got? Encouraging others. Who's who's just an encourager? Not just, but you you are an encourager. Okay, in a minute, I'm going to get you to shout out the ones that I've missed. Uh, cooking. Who's really good at cooking? i tell you what, cooking slash baking, all right? Because <laughs> there's some cooks, there's some bakers. <clears throat> all right? These things... You know, when, 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 when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, when we're in Christ, these things become spiritual things. You might think, well, that's not a very spiritual gift. They become a spiritual gift and they can be used for the glory of God, they can be used to advance the kingdom of heaven. Um, writing. Any writers amongst us? Yeah. He's got the book to prove it, haven't you, John? Um, okay. There's different ways that we can use that. Who's an, art- who's, who's an art- artist? Art, who likes doing art? Yeah. All right. My daughter didn't put her hand up. Uh, Did you put it up, but it was like that? Okay, all right. Well, I don't want any timid hands up. Okay, music. He's a musician. Great. So I, I want you to think about, reflect on it. What has God made me? What am I good at, okay? What about creating wealth, business and creating wealth, entrepreneurship? Right, that's, that's my list. Uh, there's more, have I missed anybody's out? Giving, how careless of me, that's my salary. Anyway, uh, uh, and it, administration, I don't know why I forgot that. Um, ad- who's got administration? Organi- come on, there's more than that. Organizing. Uh, a- any others that I've missed? Sports. Who's good at sport? I don't. Again, I don't know why I forgot that. Yeah, anybody? One, two, three. There's a, there's there's a few. All right. So the first thing, the first thing to do. To, as a response, because we can hear a word, fan into flames the gift, and you think, well, um, what do I do? <laughs> what, what do I do? Well, first, step number one is consider what it is. What has He given you? Okay? And I want you to go away and cogitate and think about it. What has He given me? Okay? Second thing, this is very um, profound this morning. Second thing to fan the gift of, of God in, in you is use it. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. These points, uh, full, ex- full disclosure. Um, I listened. I, I made the mistake of thinking about this talk and then listened to a um, a, a, um, a talk um, that was that was basically um, recited by somebody else. It was a Spurgeon talk, uh, and so so the points from his talk are pretty much my points. Full disclosure. All right, I've copied it. Um, I, I made it my own. It's okay. Um, uh, but he said this. Um, is the steel of your gift rusty or is it bright and shiny through use? Is the steel of your gift rusty or is it bright and shiny through use? And uh, I've got a, um, a pillar drill that Graham lent me. And it hadn't got a lot of use, Said it, Graham? Um, it's got some use now. I want to re- report I used it the other day. Um, and, um, but, and I have cleaned it up, a bit of WD-40 on it. But it was, it was rusty through lack of use. Okay, so Graham, didn't use it very much, so he gave it to me. Uh, and uh, I will have a go at using it from time to time. Um, what about your gift? Your gifts, are you using them? So let's, you know, let's, let's go back. Gift of the gab, who was that? Who were they? So how can you use it? Bearing in your mind we're talking about to advance the kingdom of heaven and see the gospel advance in our in our city, in our region, in our nation, in, the, in nations. Why well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Huh? Talk. Do you know what I mean? You know those those of us with the gift of the gab. Let's use it. Let's find. You know when when you're in the waiting room at the doctors. Let's not just get the phones out and scroll scroll. Let's actually talk to some folks. Do you know what I mean? That would be profound, wouldn't it? That would be a novel thing to do. Uh, And see how God can open up conversations and turn them around about him. I don't mean engineer. I don't mean manipulate conversations. But if we are on the front foot with the gospel and we're ready and we're active and we're sharp, uh, Paul says, fit your feet with the the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. If we're on the front foot and we've got the gift of the gab, opportunity will come for us to share our faith with others, will it not? Yes? So how's it going? Is it, a bit, is it a bit rusty? Or is it being used? Hospitality. How can, you, how can you use the gift of hospitality to see the kingdom of heaven come in this city and see the gospel advanced? You can do Airbnb and bring all your guests to church. That's what these guys do. <laughs> uh, great example. Great example of a hospitality gift. And you can see the feedbacks. Uh, I was looking on Airbnb the day, and I cheekily looked on yours. I thought, I wonder what I wonder what they say about Jane. I thought to myself, Uh, uh, and they talk wonderful host. Uh, Those sorts of comments were made. Um, And how many times have someone stayed at your house through Airbnb, and then you've invited them? to Somebody came on Friday night to encounter, did they not? A guest of yours coming. People have come here, Christmas service, and so on and so forth. What about you? Is your is your home used? Is your hospitality gift used? To, to, having fun is great but is it used to have fun with an emphasis of the kingdom advance yes. how can you do that You know, consider, think about how can you use the gift that God's given you to, to bring something of the kingdom in is it, is it host a small group is it I, I don't know what it is but use the gift right. sound engineer again ov- obvious but there are things there are activities there's stuff that we do um, you know that we, you know, if the sound's not good here, then it affects the whole meeting, doesn't it? So let's take this moment to give the sound engineers an, an applause and thank you. Um, but, but, you know, s- sorry, Simon, use your example for a minute. Might not be up for standing here and preaching the gospel to, to tons of people. But he can make it that when somebody is gifted to stand up and preach the gospel, people can hear them. And without that, unless you're Bill with a set of lungs that he's got, then people won't, people won't hear. Uh, it's important. Mercy and compassion. You know, when you see things on the news, when you, when you hear of somebody in trouble, when you hear about things going on in people's lives and, you, and you're just moved how can you use that gift to do something how can you use that gift you know sometimes we can be overwhelmed those of us that are that have mercy gifts we can be overwhelmed because with that mercy we want to fix things don't we but here's what we can do we can just be kind we can we can respond to trauma we can respond to things going on in p- people's lives and we can be kind and we can listen and we can say I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It goes a long way. Hands up those of us that when you're really struggling, you don't always want an answer. You want someone to understand. You want someone to be alongside you and just get it. Don't you? You know the answer most of the time. You know the right thing to do. You haven't always got the energy to do the right thing. You know the right thing. But someone to be alongside you and say, it's going to be all right. We're with you. We're going to walk this together. Um, what a what a powerful, beautiful gift! Hands up again, those that have that gift. What I mean? Use it. See how you can, you know, you've got to find time to reflect and charge your emotional batteries up, so that you've got the energy to open your heart up to the to the traumas and the trials of people around you. So beautiful and so powerful practical skills it's all sorts of stuff there's all sorts of you you live next door to and you work alongside and you you speak at the school gate to people that are in need of help practically we live in it we live in a society you know the the figures have just come out about food banks and how many people have been fed through food banks but there are people that would just need some help do you know what I mean? And so, so how can we be those that are on the front foot that would say, do you know what? I seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And so therefore I'm going to put aside some of my own time here and I'm going to go and I'm going to fit that shelf for somebody. Or I'm going to, I'm going to do that thing and, I, and I'm going to do it because I want them to know the love of God. Who's up for that? Who's got those skills that can do that? Anybody? Let's crack on with it. You know, the, the Romans 12 list of gifts, and it says, if your gift is this, then use it. Use it in, in, with the measure of faith that God's given you. Bible teachers. Hands up the Bible teachers. It's an obvious, you know, but are we opening up scripture? Are we getting alongside people that Bible teaching isn't just this? Jesus didn't do a lot of this. He did do this, standing up in front of crowds. But he did a lot of one to one, he did a lot of small group discussion, he did a lot of chatting. Uh, some would argue it's more profound. Some would argue it's 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 more sharp and better to do that. Are we are we getting amongst people? Prophetic. What a what a gift. You know anyone? You know when when you when you give a prophetic word for somebody and they're not expecting it and it's not in church, it's in the high street or it's in a cafe or it's somewhere else. It has a huge impact when we're, you know part of the prophetic gift is to bring something of the now presence of God into a situation it was never meant just for church it is, it is meant for church so let's prophesy in church okay it was boring without it if I'm honest okay, so let's have that let's have the now word of God let's have contributions let's also have activity prophetically as we go Encourage you. It's obvious. I tell you what I have I, forgotten what I was going to do. Can we just rewind for a minute? Bear with me, because what I want to do is I want to take each one of these and just—just just thirty seconds, pray. Okay, because my notes are going all over the place. But one of, one of the ways that we fan into flames these gifts is to pray for them. Okay. So, the gift of the gabs. Let's stand up if you've got the gift of the gab. All right, keep, keep quiet. <laughs> um, can, can we just quickly lay hands on them? Just pray, God, use them for the glory of God. Use them to see the kingdom come, for people to find Jesus. This is how we fan into flames the gifts. We're talking quick prayers, arrows, shooting an arrow to heaven prayers.